Kim Podcast. My name's Kagan. This is Shannon. Hey, yeah. Today we're just going to be chatting about some things that we find pretty interesting and we hope that you'll enjoy the conversation that we have. So, the first question I've got for you is, um, what are some of the most important things that we've learned so far on our journey of learning? The most important thing? Just some of them. Shit, okay. Um... I think the biggest thing that we learnt was the difference between wanting things to be better or just wanting to be right. Mm, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so I think um, kind of came to that conclusion after reading Beyond Good and Evil. Nietzsche's book. Yeah, yeah, there's just this idea that... Um, you can actually pursue the meaningful thing if you stop trying to be right necessarily in every every um, context. So is that sort of the difference between, um, like, is that sort of humility, accepting reality instead of trying to make what you believe is correct reality, trying to bend reality to be what you believe is right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, and it, it, most of the time it comes from shame, so uh, when you feel shameful about something that you've done, um, you will normally defend yourself. Like, if you're a person with shame, you will defend yourself and you will seek to make sure that the other person doesn't actually think that about you. Mm, so you're... that's sort of like a, that there, that defensive behaviour is like a search to being right. Yeah, yeah, right on the, so only your perception of what happened, the reality of the event, of the event can be true, both sides can't be true, um, that's versus mentality, when one side is thought to be more true, more real than the other, um, and that also leads to victim mentality as well, because people believe that their existence um, is harder than anybody else's in some kind of way. Would you be able to discuss a little bit more about the versus mentality and then the victimhood mentality as well? Okay. Um, the versus mentality is when you pretty much you make the other person your enemy. So everything that they say, you take you. You take it personally, so you hear what they say as a direct attack against you if you're in that um so is, is that like that allowing allowing your judgment and your shame to sort of deem the situation good or bad um judgment or shame deem the situation good or bad yeah pretty much so that would depend on the agreements that you had made so far so the agreements that you would have made as you grew up it would depend on those agreements, what you would be uh, fighting to maintain, let's say, or change. Mm. Yeah. So it's um, it's a resistance to something versus mentality is a resistance to doing that thing. And what, what's the thing that you're uh, resisting if you engage in versus mentality? Um, it's whatever the other, the other side that you're engaging in that talk with once or if you think that they want it so let's say you decide that you want things to be a certain way but other people are pushing for change 
Um, if you don't want things to change and you're not willing to discuss at all how things could possibly maybe change or just be adapted to serve both sides better, if you just go, nope, I'm not going to accept that or they have to accept that. If you take either of those routes where it's no compromise, take it or leave it, that kind of thinking. Well, what sort of examples do we have of that happening in um, like today's age? Uh, probably the biggest... It's sort of like it started now and it hasn't stopped. And I think it started with... Um, well, I started noticing it around COVID, but that was, to be honest, that was the first time that I started paying attention to news in quite a few years. Mm. But I definitely saw that. Um, whenever anything new would come up, it would come up just being discussed factually. And then slowly, maybe after a day or two after the news had developed, and um, I assume the media had time to uh, gauge the social impact of it on social media and things like that. Um, they then would take attacks that put them in line with the greatest percentage. So they would use so the mentality, mentality to, to increase their, po their popularity within the population that they sought favor from. That's quite dangerous because isn't that, isn't that like what Hitler did with the, um, with the Germans? He spoke out to the people and he basically acted as like an echo chamber or, or an amplifier for views that resonated with the greatest majority of the group. No, that's not what Hitler did. That was, he was a part of something that did that. So any of these, these people in history, I don't believe it's just that individual themselves. Cause when mm -hmm. you, you start learning about the history of um, Hitler, he, he had to pay a lot of the times for the things that he did. It was only mm -hmm. those last things that he did really that he didn't need to, um, Okay. That he didn't end up paying for for. What about the mechanism time? by which he used in that situation? Is that the same? The mechanism that he used um, with amplifying the voice back to the majority, is that what the media companies are doing by engaging in versus mentality? No, see, I don't think that. Um... So technically, yes, they're doing the same thing. But I don't think that a large majority of the people of people have that actual intent behind it. If, if they realized that through what they were doing, they were actually carrying that intent through. Oh, yeah. I wasn't making a judgment on any of the intent behind even what, yeah, yeah. what Hitler did or what the news companies are doing. I was specifically looking at the mechanism and where in history the mechanism had been used before. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a mechanism that's used. Um, the sad thing about it is that it only needs to be used purposefully and with intent in a few circumstances before it spreads. Because that's also technically the way the government operates too, is by that majority, like votes, voting. It operates in a similar way too. Yeah, the majority of government, of governance is done in a, at least, um, satisfactory way for the majority of the population, but any deviance in something that big has a massive effect. So I don't think there's many people in the world that purposely do bad things, but I think that there are, there must be some because, or there must have been some because it's not really within our nature to want to hurt other people. We, we suffer a lot for the times in which we're told that we have 
What do you mean that it's not in our nature to want to... Um, I don't think it's suffer. within the human nature for us to want to make other people suffer. I think that we do it... Sometimes we do it without understanding the effect, without understanding that what you're doing to that other person hurts that it hurts them the same way as it hurts you when you when other people do that to you it's not that there's there's someone different there is human so it kind of tends to feel the same but i think there are just empathy yeah having that sort of a counter to that it's the ability to actually empathize with or to understand what the other person feels because you know how that would feel within yourself yeah and that's what's lacking in the versus mentality yeah, actually using your empathy, not not covering it up because you're or, or putting it to the side for now because you're angry or you're um, you feel like you're being mistreated or you think, well, screw it, fuck it, everything's bad anyway. I might as well just let it all go and just burn the burn the place down. Um, yeah, I think as long as you don't put it to the side, then you would be okay. Uh, what about the victim mentality? Victim mentality, I would say, is somebody that constantly engages in the versus mentality but refuses to change it because they're able to get what they want. So they'll always throw their mood around. So the, vic- so the versus mentality is sort of the behavior, but the victim mentality is sort of like the dream that the person lives within, the person that uh, enacts these, this versus mentality lives within. They take the victim role. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing between, the biggest difference between, see I was going to say narcissist, but even that's gone a bit cloudy now. It's like, even that itself, like they've taken the whole class, the whole diagnosis of narcissism and and started using that in the versus mentality too. Like, because I've started going on TikTok more and that, and I've watched some of the other old narcissism videos I used to watch and some new stuff came up and it was like, they're hateful, evil people. They don't. They don't know love. They don't know empathy, and like really demonizing people that just don't understand that one aspect of life fully. Um, but it doesn't mean that they still don't feel, and doesn't mean that they're still not human to some degree. Um, so I'm pu- being pushed further and fu- further towards the conclusion that. Um, I'm starting to come towards the conclusion that the evil that we think we see is the evil that like, we want to create. Seeing it in the other instead of seeing it in yourself. Yeah. That's interesting, but how do we distinguish between that and an actual, or like a potential source of evil from someone whose intention is to bring that about? Because you, I think you have to like you have to weigh both sides up when it comes to that because the consequence of not paying attention to something evil or something dangerous is catastrophic for like everyone. Yeah, yeah, and it's the most catastrophic when we don't pay like correct attention to it, not just observe it, not just read about it every day in the news. Like you can't just watch something and not do anything. Um, 
because we're, we're all meant to be adults, which meant, or means we're all supposed to be capable of raising children, which means that we should all also be capable of um, caring for our communities and for um, the world that we created. Mm. But we leave it up to a select few people and then we sit at home complaining because they're not doing exactly what we want them to do while we're letting them just do what whatever they want like that's the victim mentality again that's the victim mentality again like think about it government has a ring of like um different agencies and offices and everything that you need to contact in order to get something done and everyone that's doing the actual work is behind that you know the capital of the country where everyone's working their hardest to make sure everything runs correctly well how often are we ever allowed in and then you look at like the world economic forum and that's an even more elite group up from there mm. and nobody's allowed in there and it's like everyone just keeps seeing it like nobody's allowed in nobody's allowed in nobody's allowed in and it's like are you actually paying attention do you actually want to get involved do you actually want to do something to fix it because in order to fix it you would need to know as much information as, as these probably extremely highly educated individuals know um, I I think we've seen like a smaller scale example of this with like uh, some of the schools and stuff in America. Um, they've been teaching things that a lot of the parents aren't happy their children being taught. And you're actually seeing a lot more involvement of the parents going in and trying to talk with the communities of teachers and things. Yeah. So it's interesting seeing like that play out on a smaller scale, but we don't tend to see that as much on the larger scale with things on the like, level of government. of people getting involved. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Um, what, what I hear a lot of the time um, is, uh, is people saying that there's just nothing they can do. I hear a lot of hopelessness in people. It's quite strange. Is that when you were working before? Like a lot of your customers and stuff would tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd say like... Um, They'd bring up something that was wrong, and then they'd say something along the lines of, oh, but there's nothing we can do about it, so it just okay. is what it is. It's quite interesting because that completely abdicates responsibility and, like, disregards cause and effect. Like, there are things you can do. Yeah, yeah. There are many loud, noisy, small groups that have enacted change upon the world. Exactly, yeah, you can, you can actually do something if you want to do something. The problem is I don't think a lot of people understand that or the thing is a lot of people are busy right a lot of people have really busy lives and it's not that we're it's not that people are it's not that they should be they should quit their job and they should just focus on working on this one thing and it's not to say that talking about it is actually doing something about it um it's just to say that there are many things you can do in all areas of your life that will actually improve it in some way and make it somewhat better, which means you'll be somewhat of a better person to yourself and to the people around you. That's all it means. But just if you just accept that, just accept it, and it's like nobody's willing to accept it. It's like, no, you're overweight. You probably, it is quite weird that you're on the cover of, a sports magazine like that is oh, really weird. like uh, the promoting of that which isn't actually healthy for like the majority of the world 
yeah like when did trying become something that was optional like when did actually when did competence become something that was demonized yeah like you have to try if you want to get somewhere you have to actually put yourself out there you have to actually do things you have to actually get things done to actually have gotten things done so it's like i can't lose weight it's like okay it's like i've tried everything but i still can't figure out why i probably have some medical thing going on cool go to go to the doctors then and if for some reason they can't fix it then start raising awareness for this horrible disease that is affecting millions of americans it's called obesity that we don't have a vaccine for yet like <laughs> if you're gonna push it that far push it all the way then like it is but... interesting that people are um promoting like unhealthy um like living practices in order to avoid their own shame yeah about their experience yeah and if and if it is just because you you accept it and that's just how you are you've learned to love yourself then there would have been a time before that in which you were fighting now by just saying you know what i've just come to terms with that this is who i am and i love myself now that's all that's fine if it's just like you trying to get over like maybe a birthmark or something but if you're like continuously eating all day gaining weight hardly exercising being unhealthy and it's going to end up killing you then just going okay i've fallen in love with myself and overweight is beautiful too then you've done nothing but just agreed to live less of a life and i don't understand why people get so angry at people who point that out and go like actually like you're kind of like you're you are beautiful but you're unhealthy and the fact that you are human and and we do care for human that's why we're pointing out to you that no this is wrong like trying to tell people that being overweight is okay is just going to lead to more people being unhealthy and, and more kids losing their parents see and, and even the rationality doesn't really make sense because it's like okay someone's quite overweight and they strive to love themselves because everyone deserves love right mm. i love myself the way i am now, if they make the decision to love themselves fully, what will happen is they will even love the part of themselves that experiences suffering throughout the day. And when they find that that part of themselves um, finds it difficult to stand up once picking something off the ground or finds it hard to um, carry something in from the car, the effect of being unhealthy will slowly deteriorate your life. And if that yeah. love that you have for yourself is true, the love you're preaching now, some people need to accept themselves as they are in the bad condition that they're in or in the suboptimal condition that they're in so that they can disregard their shame to start working on themselves. But to say, I love myself the way I am and I'm not going to change anything is to completely miss the point. You haven't accepted your shame at all. You've decided to throw it out instead of accepting that. Technically, yes, these are all the bad things that I'm doing right now. These are all the things that are harmful towards me like accept what you're doing and just accept it and own it and if people were to say negative things about anything that i do then it would be well why do you think that and if you ask most people that said that she was overweight why did you why do you think that like why why do you think that they will say it's because it's promoting an unhealthy image and to care is to actually go hang on a second don't go too far maybe you've had enough to eat maybe you need to go on a diet maybe you need to start making sure that you look after yourself if you truly love yourself look after yourself then and that's because the balance is between 
normalizing things to the extent where the people that are experiencing them experiencing it are shamed further into damnation yeah and balancing that against um normalizing something that will allow the pop the majority of the population to fall into comfortably and not change and not strive to better yeah yeah okay, if you want to yeah okay yeah if you want to and that's the same that's the same thing again with victim mentality it's like the idea that you you haven't understood it yet that if you do want to actually succeed you need to start succeeding everyone's so focused on like oh i'll succeed once i accept myself for who i am to the point where i'll even change gender just to make just to check to see if that is why i have these horrible feelings inside all the time that well maybe you have all these horrible feelings inside all the time because you haven't dealt with things that have happened in the past you haven't dealt with the things that you're thinking and feeling that sounds like like a toolbox fallacy but with the thing that you're missing or needing to work on it being like self-love well, didn't we all used to pick on people that went and got plastic surgery like oh look at all the self-validation they need like they obviously have something wrong with them they need mental health and now it's like so normal now it's just like, like we'll chop everyone's we'll chop child's bits off just to see if we can fix that. Like, I've dealt with a lot of shame and a lot of shit in my life, and I've gone to a therapist to deal with it, somebody that understands how my mind works so I don't do something that fucks up my body. And it's sad because a lot of the therapists that are actually dealing with um, people that have these mental illnesses don't seem to... I think I'm going to be pretty blunt. Don't seem to have the sack to actually... or don't seem to have the balls to actually stand up and say basically the truth of the situation because um like an example is douglas murray's book and how um he was just he was commentating on how easy it was for someone to go to a therapist and basically get what they need to transition without a proper like medical checkout being done on the individual yeah and there are many people now coming out saying um like i was manipulated by the crowd by the group of people going along with this and I did something that I cannot take back, and my and I'm gonna to have to live with it for the rest of my life. Yeah. So it it is quite dangerous. Um, you definitely have to be careful which professional you go to, to communicate about this stuff with because. Are you talking it, specifically about the transgender stuff now? Uh, I would say anything that's in the controversial sphere, like even things like COVID. Possibly um, even things like weight. Soon doctors might start. Oh, well, being well, attacked online um, for saying that their patients are overweight as that starts to get accepted doctors are going to start see i don't understand are we supposed to be following the science or ignoring it you're overweight you have too much well, fat on your body it's unhealthy well, apparently they're, that's they're, it they're banning the word obesity i can't like sorry i can't remember where i saw it or anything about it sadly but i remember hearing that um like an institution or something was going to ban the word obesity because it offended people yeah the thing is is obesity isn't an insult it's a class it's like you know it's a category yep so we we made up names for everyone but now everyone's decided that they're going to change the names but like you haven't you're not going to change the way that people see you just by changing the name or the group or the gender or anything that you but you will gain fit control with. You could, yes, you could gain control or you could gain a sense of, um, I don't know, we seem, to, we seem to need as many rights as we can possibly get at the moment to hide from our responsibilities. And what that says to me is that a lot of people are going through a lot of shame about a lot of things that have happened. 
and instead of accepting responsibility for fixing the past that we've been left with because a lot of children have been left with quite a difficult past by their parents not everyone but a lot of people so instead of accepting that and moving forward you decide that you want as many rights as you can possibly get to be exactly who you are before you'll commit to doing that and that doesn't that like why when do the side that have taken up responsibility and are actually trying to move us forward and actually just trying to do what's best for everyone as included has a whole group of people attacking them because they're only thinking about what is right for them and asking us to think about what is right for them as well or if you're stuck in your group in your bubble and just thinking about what's best for them and we're over here thinking about what's best for everybody your group and the hundred thousands of other groups that exist when do you just go when can we go all oh, enough is enough and we don't need to think about everybody at once because that is too much to ask and maybe we can just go back to thinking about the people that are in our day-to-day -day lives and just take care of them the best that we can mm, sort of decentralize uh where your attention goes to fix yeah and actually just start fixing what is actually in your day-to-day -day life the things that are physically in front of you not just not just on your phone because if people actually walked outside their doors and tried to actually do any of the things that they're talking about like like how many people complaining about the number of women ceos are actually actively trying to be a woman ceo because <laughs> if you're not trying to do it you have a, you have no right to say that you that women can't do it i mean you're not doing it maybe you just can't do it and that that's a problem maybe that's the sour thing that you have with the world maybe that's a resentment you can't well, quite you can't get over do it yet but keep tuning in and you might be able to <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to move us on uh the next question or another thing to think about is what's something that's important that we've been seriously wrong about Ooh, seriously wrong about mm, something seriously wrong about Ooh, I'm gonna have to be careful there. Um, what were we seriously wrong about? I think we were seriously wrong when we believed that you didn't have much of a past to work on. Oh. <laughs> I think that was our biggest mistake so far. Mm. I think the biggest mistake was us thinking that I was the one with the problems because I came from such like a horrible fucked up family. My mom yeah, was yeah, nuts, yeah. you know. Well, I, I thought like everything was perfect in my childhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you thought everything was good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's always stuff that, you know, because if you want to go... If you want to go up high you want to achieve more you've got to start clearing out all the stuff underneath so and I mean, it seems that everyone has baggage yeah like there's no way to avoid it like even the per even like like perfection is unattainable so therefore there will be things in your life that aren't optimal and you will need to fix but if you want to travel faster then you've got to get stronger and you've got to get lighter mm. so it's just we didn't know but man you you're strong though because you were still moving pretty fast for having all that baggage. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think that was probably our biggest mistake so far. Is there anything else that we've been wrong about? 
Maybe something like moralistic. Moralistic. Um. Maybe we were wrong about how we um, aim at enacting change through um, like individuals that we come into contact with. Because I remember um, quite a long time ago, we operated with the versus mentality and we operated with um, sort of uh, shame judgments as a way that we thought would promote change. And then we figured out real fucking quick that, sorry, that, that didn't work. So that was something that we How did we figure, initially. did you figure that out? Because you tried it on the friend, didn't you? Um, no, I think we figured that out um, when we started. I think it was when we listened to the book John Bradshaw, uh, the sh Healing the Shame That Binds, or The Family, one of them. And he started discussing ideas about how like um, any way that adds to someone's shame doesn't seem beneficial to actually help them correct um, the issues they're dealing with. Yeah, see, but I don't think that we were actually doing it, though. I think that we were good enough people that we weren't doing it any more than we did it after we knew about it. <laughs> Cause no, then, I think we seriously reduced it. No, because I don't think... I think we, we, it took us that long to understand what each thing actually was. I don't think we stopped it the minute we found out. I think we stopped one thing and then another, then another, then another, then another. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that yeah. was still something that we were wrong about in the beginning because I'm pretty sure um, in the beginning we actually thought that that was a viable solution to helping someone was to shame them. Yeah, but we changed that so quick, man. Like, I didn't even know that that's what I was doing. I guess yeah, I never yeah. look. I never look back. Eh? I just always moving forward with myself personally, mm. like how I view myself. I'm always like, I'm thinking about tomorrow already. Like, I'm going to be better tomorrow than I am today. So I'm just like, why would I even think about yesterday? I'm thinking about two days in one already. Like, if I was going to think about two days in one, I swapped it from thinking about the past to thinking about the future instead. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that was the change. Instead of, instead of talking to people and bringing up things they had done, we, we started promoting things they could do. So I guess, yeah, the, the change happened at the same time. Have a look at your notes. Yeah. Cool. What is the biggest cultural lie being told or continued currently? What do you think of that? Cultural lie. Yeah. What's so the, the lie within lie? the lie within culture. Um, it would just be something that's like being continuously pervaded by many sources and commonly accepted. That's bullshit, basically. I think it's the versus mentality. I think it's the greatest tool that the media has. I think it's the cr greatest well, the tool government that the government been using has. It. Like, yeah. look at uh, Trudeau. Yeah. What, was that Trudette Trudeau? In Canada, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who, like, was fully demonizing the truckers when they were just trying to protest, yet the, the uh, hypocritical, like, nature comes into it when you see that he was promoting the Black Lives Matter movement's protests. Yeah. So it's like he promotes protests, but only when he agrees with what they're protesting. Well, that's not, like, freedom to protest, really. No. No, and that, again, was the versus mentality came up again with that. I mean, when you've got people protesting, of course, there's that versus mentality there to begin with. They're saying, basically, like, enough is enough. Been pushed too far. But there's a difference between fighting with somebody and then actually just 
putting down your boundary and standing firm um, because then it's on the other person to keep pushing you. And then, mm-hmm. to be honest, a relationship between the government and its um, the country and its citizens should really be one of respect. So if somebody does decide to stand their ground and say enough is enough, it's the perfect time to start discussing with them why, like how have they got there and what can we do to, what can be done to change it to meet everybody's needs. Um, but that wasn't done. And it doesn't seem to be being done very often unless the group that's asking for understanding is a group that claims to be a victim. Yeah, there's like so little actual conversation happening. Like people don't seem to be talking to each other. People who have different opposing views don't seem to be. And then mm. they've all got their like figureheads, whether it's their government or their media platform or their, their social media personality or their favourite um, professor or something. It's like everyone's got a voice that they tag along with to basically go like, oh, we'll support you to speak for us. And it's like, it's that's good, you know? Like, it's good to support people. Mm. Um best way you can support them is make sure you start speaking up like that in your day-to-day life as well. And the best way to make sure that you're supporting the right person is by investigating your own insecurities and make sure that you're not supporting someone that defends something that you're um, engaging in as a victim. Because if you're engaging in something and someone's trying to defend your rights to be a victim and to need support over something... um, you should really question yourself and ask if what you're doing is only to make your life easier without the need to put in more effort. Yeah, are you, are you actually seeing both sides of the story or are you just wanting an excuse to only focus on your own because it's too shameful to think that you could possibly have done something wrong. You could have possibly put something that wasn't safe into your body. Like, you could have possibly made a Shame. mistake. Shame. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> what was that from? I think it was from Game of Thrones. Uh, and they're like, shame! And they like, throw the tomatoes at the lady. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it doesn't work. It's not going to change anything. Pretty sure that, that lady ended up like killing a whole lot of people. So then. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't change anything. It just makes people a lot more volatile and like ready to fight. Which isn't good. I mean, that's how wars happen, really. Everyone gets close to, everyone gets to the point where they're like, I'm ready to fight, and then everyone fights. So we should probably back away from the versus mentality and just get everything ironed out and sorted out so that we can stop attacking each other. Mm-hmm. And we can start discussing how we want to change things for the better and adapt to the oncoming climate change instead of just constantly pointing the finger at someone because we want to blame someone for the reason why it's coming. It's funny too because often the people that are pointing the finger are pointing it at like the wrong person. <laughs> they're like, you're the problem! And they don't even see that like the people that they're supporting are the ones causing the most damage. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty ironic. Yeah, it's, it's like silly in that regard when it's like, let's say it's somebody that doesn't, um, that tends to just go along with whatever they read in the media. They don't actually do their own research. That's kind of a little bit different. That's just like, yeah, you are being a bit silly. Like you could think for yourself if you, if you wanted to, but then you've got people that are actually thinking for themselves, understand what they're doing, and then continue to push it because it's somehow just going to work out in the best way. 
And I think, yeah, I think the more that we expose how the bad things are happening, that we agree of the things that we don't want are happening, the more we find out um, the good that is coming from those things happening. So the profits, you know what I mean? Like the, the reward for what people are doing. The minute we can find out what the reward is and we can find the drive, and when we find the drive, we can actually start to question people on what they're morals are like why are you pursuing that people are dying from what you're doing because you're pursuing that like Mm. and i don't i think perhaps that is too much for just one person to bear so the whole idea that you can't have just one person in charge of a whole country is ridiculous because if i was i'd be able to get out of bed in the morning knowing that every single decision i made was just like kill this many people or kill this many people like, the country's only got so much money, right? So if the country's only got so much money, somebody has to make a decision about where that goes. And if people are going, people are dying because we don't have enough funding in the hospitals. Well, that money may come from somewhere where it's stopping other people from dying. And then it goes to you to stop those people from dying. And mm. it's like... So that would sort of be like, um, let's take away some of the funding for the safety, health and safety industry and let's put it into... Um, like the medical system. Yeah. And then let's um and then let's exile all of the people in the medical system that don't agree with getting vaccinated. Getting vaccinated. Yeah. And then let's cry about a shortage of uh, nurses shortage and doctors. Nurses and doctors and Which, teachers and Yeah. But like I'm just gonna that's you know? I just gotta clap for for how smart of a how smart of a move that was from basically all of the governments. Yeah. Last thing. um, Who, who do you think have been some of our greatest influences? Some of the people that we've sort of derived the most meaningful content and understanding from. Okay. Well, I can list off the people that I um, contacted on Twitter that never replied to me. (laughs) Um, Jordan Peterson, Mm -hmm. Brett, Weinstein. Yep. Heather Hying. Um, Nietzsche, but I'm not a crazy person. Oh, when I wrote this idea down, uh, this question down, I wrote alive or dead. So. What do you mean? So, like, Nietzsche fits. Oh, Nietzsche fits. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, um, Graham Hancock. I've liked Jung. Jung, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm about halfway through my second Jung book, book by Jung. Mm. Um, John Bradshaw. Marshall Rosenberg, um, Don Miguel and Don Miguel Jr. Oh, yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, um, Russell Brand. reading his books were... Elon Musk. Mm. Who else is as far as Um. Too many. Too many people, really. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, like, um, to see the people that are still alive in that list um, interact with um, culture as it stands now, like, predominantly on Twitter. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Because it's also strange how a lot of them seem to activate at the same time, um, 
when the when the COVID stuff was sort of going on and then oh the whole Turkey situation eh everyone seemed to react exactly the same time when Brett started talking about the Turkey state and then Jordan Peterson seemed to be posting a lot more about basically like we we have to make a decision about basically like where we stand and and what we agree with and what we don't and Russell Brandt started ramping up and hasn't seemed to stop ramping up his um his exposure of the hypocrisy within the system and his calls for a decentralized mm-hmm. I think his approach. content is really good if you aren't as involved in everything because he, he does a really good job of bringing the sources together and then just pointing out all of the hypocrisy basically yeah yeah but I think it's like focusing on that that versus idea again of like hang on if people are telling you that something is being done for your own good just go back and check to see how much good you're getting from it and actually like look at what is costing you it could be costing more than is actually giving mm. okay well i think that was a pretty good um pretty good chat pretty good chat yeah nice pretty good conversation yeah i, I feel exhausted but yeah it's pretty good <laughs> thanks heaps for tuning in hope to see you again soon see ya